Hello and welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. We are still doing the Purge franchise as one key swell and pick them as this week we will be discussing the Purge Anarchy or maybe Purge 2. I don't know. Electric Boogaloo. Thank you for that. Um, It's the second one in the franchise, but it's the Purge Anarchy. I'm your host, Joseph Lussel. I'm alongside here with Ricky Monticelli. These movies were marketed poorly. They shouldn't have been marketed as like Bloodfest. They should be marketed as what they really are of a government uh, criticism covered in action thriller. And the man that picked this movie won Keith Swetland. The man who... I don't know. He he he's the guy that you know we walk by every day and just continue to just ignore him. And then he's just gonna snap one day, and then a big turret gun's just gonna blow him away. One key swelling. Oh man, that's rough. I was gonna say they should they advertise me wrong, and like when they originally marketed me, they should have marketed me as uh, just covered in pre glaze. That was gonna be my marketing scam. Was just I was gonna pre-glaze. say they marketed you like as this wholesome guy, but they should have marketed you as the pervert that you are. Yeah, just constantly deep down perv. Never the glazer, always the pre-glazer. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel right now. Because little known it... fact, it's actually Keith that caused the ban on um phones not having uh silent camera sounds in Japan. <laughs> you took it away from us, Keith. You took it away. Hey, speaking of that, um, I- I'm back, baby, and uh, phone noises. Literally a second ago, as y'all were talking, I put my phone on silent. Proud of you. <laughs> so looking at becoming a professional. Maybe he'll actually have the don't um, worry. the review ready at the end of the podcast. For yeah, us. it's 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 loaded, ready you to go. You can hear you can hear his fingers <laughs> typing it in now. And I guarantee we're here with vibrator too. You know, like oh no, but most likely it'll be for some reason it will be my phone. Yeah, because I keep my phone right next to the microphone so yeah of course god if this was the early noughties that would cause haywire with our electrical system <laughs> that went off. um uh booble's phone when we podcast the other shows on uh you know the war stories no sell all that good stuff he can put his phone next to the mic and i can hear the like the static oh the old, like, old is his phone that old noise. I, it's not that old. It's probably a Samsung. Hey, you start of a bitch. It is. I think it a little is. bit of a little bit of humor there. I don't know what kind of humor that is. <laughs> I know it, I know it's an Android type phone, but it's like that crazy thing of like he can have his phone like maybe like six and seven inches away, and I can still like him like, hey, you gotta move, you gotta move it away. But you don't hear when we record these shows but this week we're talking about the purge anarchy came out july 18th 2014 a runtime of one hour 43 minutes a one year after the original purge came out oh, directed one in, year oh. yep directed again by james demarco who did the original purge this one and our sequel when we talk about next week purge election year Rick, what do you think of this movie? Since uh, I believe it's still almost all these movies will be our me and yours first watch. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was surprised at how well written they are. Like I love the lore these movies are dropping. I love good lore. 
and these movies are dropping some sick dope lore um they probably went a little convoluted with the plot you probably could have cut one of the storylines you went with preferably i don't think they needed to get to the friend's apartment that story just felt like filler that didn't really further anything in my opinion um mm-hmm. but yeah otherwise i thoroughly it lacked star power though we were lacking that name that ethan hawk to kind of like help carry the acting a little bit more yeah like i don't think anyone acted poorly in this movie it just could have used the punch. It could have used the person playing the sergeant role. Could have like if we had a bit of a bigger name in that spot, I think it would have elevated the movie higher than what this one came out to be. But mm-hmm. I still thoroughly enjoyed it. Um. Uh, uh. Before I uh. Before I say, I'll just say uh, the cast is Frank Grillo. That's the sergeant. He's from uh Winter Soldier. So oh, that's right. I, he. I get what Rick you're talking about how like maybe a bigger name for that role would have been uh better but like I think because of how people liked him in Winter Soldier now he's you know he's becoming a bigger star actor now but it's still all these like straight to Blu-ray DVD type action flicks that like he's starring in with Bruce Willis or something and it's just like oh it's one of those movies that's straight to uh Blu-ray um, also movie stars, Carmen E. Ogo, Zach Guilford, Kaylee Sanchez, and, uh, Zoe soul. We don't need to do anybody else. Is that the, we have the our main, <laughs> uh, like main five, the people that are trying to survive the night. Yeah. Cause um, arguably like the biggest actors in this movie were the dad who was in it for like 10, 15 minutes. John Beasley, who yeah, also from... had one of the most haunting scenes in a movie I think I've ever seen. And then um, Carmelo, the guy who played Carmelo from The Wire, that guy oh, is probably yeah. the biggest actor in the movie. And again, he's like in it for maybe five to ten minutes. Was that the John activist B- dude? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was cool as fuck. Yep. That that was, oh my, come on, you. Uh... Michael Kenneth Williams. There it is. And then <laughs> he we died also. recently, which is really? sad. Yeah. yeah, he OD'd Overdose. recently. Yeah. Oh, bummer. And then we uh, had the, the returning that guy big. Yeah, Michael Kenneth Williams. And we had Edward Hodge return as the stranger from the original movie. So I one, legit popped for that. One tie-in. <laughs> uh, but overall, I enjoyed this movie as well. It's one of those like um like it when the trailers come out that I can ah, okay, survival of the fittest. What type of um you know gore fest are we going to be having? Like this that like to me when I see these trailers and all that, I think of like Saw. When I know me and Rick, we love the first Saw. I like two because that's the Donnie Wahlberg one in the in the uh, the like the house. Yeah, that's the where, one where he the he has the apprentice right, and the apprentice is like in the room with all of them. Or is that the third God. one? That might it's either the second or third one. I think it's the second one because of the uh it's the second one because um the survivor from the first movie is in the second one and then she's like, How the hell am I back in this and it's about the son being in the you know, the son of Donnie Wahlberg is in the house as well. Um but like I like those two and but then the Saw movies become a giant, you know, gore fest of like, hey, let's see how strong and how 
Yeah, know, it loses the actual good storyline and just became about like what's the most gruesome kill we can put on yes. the camera. So, so when I see when I first saw the purge, I'm like, okay, I get the first movie. And then going forward, I'm like, it's just maybe gonna become a gore fest. It's going to become that. Um, you know, like how can we just get gruesome here? But for me, this movie was enjoyable just because of the fact like the gore in this movie just reminds me of John Wick. Like it's just like the CGI blood splat type stuff. And I'm like, okay, I can handle that stuff. It was actually interesting. It's like one of my bigger critiques of the movie is I thought the fight choreo in this one was like pretty poor. Yeah. Like I like it surprised me at how like a movie that's based around the purge of how like kind of lame most of the kills were. Yeah, I, it, I it have was a, a surprising <laughs> point to this movie. I have a note telling myself to remove a whole half star from the rating because of CG blood. Yeah, this. no blood spots. Got to be squibs. I'm a, I'm squibs, a squib yeah. guy. Also, the gunfight was like the gun stuff was just not good. Like <laughs> when the sergeant would kill people and he was just like pulling up on people. I'm like, that's not how you do that. I'm not even <laughs> like a gun advocate. And I know that's not how you do that. Um, But yeah, Um. Keith, what was your thoughts rewatching besides, I guess, giving it half a, less half a star now? Yeah. Well, when we get to glazing, we'll, I'll figure that oh. one out. But um, oh, okay. I just wanted to use the phrase get to glazing. <laughs> get the glaze. Yeah. Let's get the glaze. <laughs> but uh, I remember the first time I watched this movie, I didn't like it that much because I, I think I went into it with that like sequel fatigue mindset thing that we were talking about Saw and how that kind of like soured. Because by that time, I think weren't we on like Saw four or five or something by 2014? Didn't we yeah. get to like eight yeah. or something? There's like ten saws, and there's another one. There's, then the saw spy yeah. spiral came spiral. out, and then, and then the guy from the original saw movies are coming back now. So there's another one yeah. coming. So yeah, so I, I the first time I saw it, I kind of went in negative, and then watching it again, I appreciated the like the transition from one to two was really fun because they like they realized how dope masks are like in this one. And so like, I love this, like the big stylized, like Michael Bay shots of like the city with people going nuts and like with oh, crazy makeup he, on. Like he did produce this so movie. Cool. Oh, really? Did he yeah. Really? In the credits, it says produced by Michael Bay. I'm like, oh, get out of like, here. I bet he like made a phone call. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> like sent four emails. Yeah. But um, no, it was a, uh, a lot of fun. I was try- I'm trying to contemplate the star power thing because I think the movie did need some more star power. I kind of liked having the anonymous guy as the lead mm-hmm. that sort of helped his like psychopath cop shit that he was he was on. It's not a cop. He was an army. He's a cop. He was, yeah, he's he a, cop. He's, a cop. He had a ex. whole he had a whole uh, dialogue backstory, but it was cut for post production. But he is a former cop. But then he was also in the army because they talk at the end how he was a sergeant in the army. You know, the sergeant, army. He's a, sar- he's a sergeant in the cops in the police force. <laughs> oh, either way, it's, it's weird. It, he he is a cop. They It's in the he is a sergeant, but he's a police officer. It's just that they, that very much came off as like army was doing. I this, thought not so, too. Police. I thought so, too. But no, it's all it's all cops. He's like, yeah, his- there's like weird chips on his shoulder and the urge to just murder people kind of yelled cop to me. No, I refuse <laughs> to accept that because there's no way a cop is actually that capable with a gun. Like he has to be army. As we've seen, cops are pussies who don't actually go to save people. Yeah, but if there's like a scared sleeping man in a bed, though, that's kind of their bread and butter. Yeah, <laughs> easy well, right. And that's why if he had done that, he would be 
a cop, but he didn't kill him. And he actually saved people who were yeah. in a situation with gunmen. So that's why he couldn't be a cop because <laughs> cops don't do that. <laughs> Anywho, I appreciated that character more on the second viewing because he sort of had the like empty eyes and he was just like out to go like do some weird revenge shit. And I, I, I thought that was a fun angle. Um, yeah, no, it was fun. The looking yeah. back at it, we're like bringing it up. It kind of sticks in my mind, the sort of not great action in it. It's mm-hmm. weird, right? Like you would think <laughs> this, like, especially because I thought the action was so good in the first one in the small bits we got of it. Mm-hmm. Like it just felt weird of how poor the choreo was in this one for the action. Mm-hmm. And you had such a great, like that, like rich people killing ground scene where they got like, yeah auctioned off like you had such a great spot to have an amazing action kill sequence and i we didn't even really see anyone die because we're getting this shitty scene through the night vision goggle bullshit that movies like love to do in dark scenes yeah (laughs) Yeah. um but yeah the frank uh the guy that plays the sergeant he that he did he did winter soldier and this this was back to back for him so that's um but like he he's did a lot of he was in the um, Zero Dark Thirty, he was in End of Watch. So he's done like, basically he his um role in movies are either a cop or so, or some type of a you know gun. He is unfortunately typecast because yeah. he has that look. Yes. <laughs> um. So my only thing, like I like of course I brought it up the critique with the star power. I just don't know who I would put to fill that role like who would yeah. have been good for that role yeah that's why i sort of like him that grillo dude in that role because he does job job nailed it with that he looks like a straight to streaming with a movie called like hard point or like truth and justice or something starring, he's got like, a big like I Punisher ripoff a... type view yeah <laughs> i gotta see if he has any of those movies called like that <laughs> or he does have one called hard matter um he was in the jujitsu movie with nick cage i remember that that was on netflix yeah. Oh, and um, I gotta give a shout out while you're doing the research there to my Zach Zach Guilford. He's in uh, this. Normally, I don't like to shout out Netflix shows because they're a web series and it's not a real thing. But um, this. Midnight Midnight Mass and like House on Haunted Hills, this those kind of horror series. Yeah, I know we're talking he's about. In, like... Yeah, he's he stars in all of those ones, and he's like spectacular in Midnight Mass. Mm. He just like puts on an acting clinic in it. Because that's how they, they kind of structured that show, which was kind of weird, but it's just a bunch of monologues. <laughs> but, Speaking um, of monologue, Rick, give us the plot to this movie. Yes, boys, girls, non-binary, and everyone in between, please gather around for the reading of the plot to The Purge. Anarchy. A year has passed since the previous Purge movie, and it's everyone's favorite holiday, as long as you're rich and white, as The Purge is once more upon us. We get three different storylines to start off the movie that will overlap as a mom and her daughter, as well as her father, prepare for a purge night trying to lock in a couple who are apparently about to split up or on their way to their sis- to his sister's house to lock down for the purge. And a man who's lost everything settles in to get his revenge on purge night. And as the purge wants to do, it doesn't let your plans go to fruition. As these three groups will all overlap and try to find a way out of do where are we? Is it Detroit? I was thinking I honestly thought it was California again. 
No, because they I, talk about like they show camera footage um, later in the oh, news. Like on. there's riots in East LA, so like they're not in LA. Film is it a specific? I thought it was just like a nameless city. Maybe it was yeah. just a nameless city. It felt very Midwesterny to me. I'm sure I can find it. I thought I saw something earlier, but it's just saying what day it was on. Uh, but yeah, so that's plot. These people overlap, and they're trying. Well, they're trying to be saved by frank i'm just gonna name him frank because he gets his, such a his, his, his name is leo in the movie <laughs> oh but it seems like frank because he's just he he's the punisher like, he's he very like much billed as the yeah. punisher yeah um uh this was tries to greater, save all those people greater los angeles oh so they are in LA. weird then that the later okay that makes no sense to me with the camera stuff or with the new stuff later um it's like the freeway they're stuck on with the brake cutting scene looks kind of california but, I mean, it, but everything honestly, looks California in the movies, and then they just call it something yeah. else anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it that... weird how Britain looks nothing like California? <laughs> nice. All back to the little AP2. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's it. They're on their way to try and survive. Can Frank save everyone? Will they all make it out? Is there heavy main character Stormtrooper vibes where no one gets shot when they're getting shot at? Find out all this and more in The Purge. Anarchy. Hey, so um, 100,000 bucks. You guys can split it. I got to go take a walk. But you're, you're about to have $100,000 showing up. No, no. They each got 100K oh. in their accounts. It wasn't even split. They were. He got paid 200K to get slaughtered by a, a creepy-ass family with machetes. That scene was haunting. Crazy. Just crazy. The uh, but it's like the fact of, but we talked about this on uh, on the last show about how we were intrigued by how the other nights go and how the other, you know, situations and how you know when they legit take it to the street and how people do it. And it's like I never thought like you know what I'm gonna sacrifice myself for X amount of money to my family just to be brutally murdered even though the the character was dying in the movie yeah so it's just like well i got nothing to lose right so if i can just be slaughtered to the lambs for x y and z amount i'll do that well and it's what <laughs> really actually intrigued me about this movie is less like the actual story of the five main characters it was so much more just the lore like of the purge and like where we're at and the criticisms of like actual current day, like American capitalism and how we just kind of like churn up the poor to keep the status quo for the rich. Mm -hmm. And like the rich don't see people below them as actual people. Like those aspects of the movie, I thought were amazing. And really, to me, uh, DCEU, hire someone like this director to um, help write and produce your movies to actually give you some depth and thoughts into your actual overworking world building instead of whatever the crap is you're doing. <laughs> Just hashtag bring back Snyder. <laughs> yeah, because that'll fix your world building. You know how great he did with it. The, the director of the movie has only done um, two, seven movies. Wasn't he Purge his first movie? Or was I mistaken? A uh, movie called movie. Little New York was his first one. Vincent De... Little or, New York. Vincent De, De... Oh, my God. I'm blanking. The, um, the new Punisher. The new uh, uh, Kingpin. 
from uh, wa- Sugar and Water. Oh, Vincent D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio and Ethan Hawke movie. Then the Purge movies. And then he's doing a movie. did a movie called This is the Night in This Home. So, but yeah, he's only done like six movies. So it's crazy to see. Uh, I mean, I it blows me because like the writing's not like you're setting the world on fire, but it's also very like it gets the point across. It's very on the nose without being offensively on the nose, mm-hmm. which I kind of appreciated. Yeah. yeah I like um, the scene. I like they, they do really good with the visuals of it where they are being on the nose, but it works for me because I've, I've got a, a notes from long ago when I watched this movie about like Mitt Romney's family just bought a dude. <laughs> <laughs> right. But and, like, I would just... say, Go ahead, Gator. I was just, oh, I was, they, they nailed that, and you're like, "Ooh, I hate them." Ooh, they like they do good at yeah, getting that emotion. Mm-hmm. I will say he has written all the other movies, so the other Purge movies he was he written he wrote, and he's writing one now called Purge One V All. I don't know if that's gonna be a full movie, but it looks like it's just gonna be a short right now. So, um, yeah, I've just really enjoyed the world that's been built through the first two movies. Like, I like the first one storyline. I don't mind the second one storyline. I just love the world that's been built. It's been very fun to get into. Like there, uh, like the the move. It's this is I think supposed to be the sixth one. Um, takes place March twenty first, the twenty second, twenty twenty three. Um, but now we get you know in this in the first movie we just got the house and then we got like the family like yeah we're doing this because you know. I'm the security guy. This one, we get the city of LA, but we also get, you know, now we're getting the anti purge groups. Yeah. I love the like, civil war that's building. Like it's like, that's the aspects of that. And when the strangers showed up, I was like, yeah, like I popped for that so hard. So we have just the, this, an- like the overarching storyline, which I'm sure will build. Well, I'm hoping is going to be building through these movies somehow yeah. is much more interesting to me than like, the low ground storyline we get in the actual movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, like the spooky politicians in the back in the evil rooms, like hidden in some tower somewhere, making up these silly rules. Like that, that stuff's fun to like come up with what's going on. And you're like, there's some good headcanon going on. <laughs> well, like we got like small tidbits dropped in this mm-hmm. one of like how they came into power nine years ago, which means that like whatever this coup was nine years ago, like there aren't, elections like it's yeah. very much just these people are in power and that's the government now mm-hmm. yeah uh it, what else yeah i just watched this movie like three hours ago this <laughs> nice <laughs> because i had to uh i my uh i have somebody that put them up on a uh, uh a app so i have to i had a way from to reload them all up had to restart his computer um nice but yeah, it's just like, you know, I Rick said it earlier about how like we had a, a group of five survivors, but it's like we had so many interwinding stories. I'm like, I could go maybe without the the couple. Yeah, their story was pretty uninteresting. I thought they were going to make it like there was so much more you could have done with some of these stories, too. I thought they were going to like make it because they were having this split. That it was actually the dude who cut the line in some like convoluted plot of like, 
I'll make us save the night and it'll bring us back together. <laughs> I was like, thinking he was going to turn on her. I was thinking she was going. He was going to turn on her. Uh, they're they're actually a married couple in real life. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, their story just didn't really do it for me. I did enjoy when he died though, and she was like, "I want to purge." I was like, <laughs> "Holy fuck!" No, before we move on, I kind of appreciated the tension of the like. I I think you're right. I like the idea of the couple because the idea of like having to survive this night and also like in the middle of a relationship falling apart is like kind of a nice touch, and I think that's like just like adds to the dread of the situation because they, like, they get their brake lines cut they're arguing they have to like get to their sister's house they get stranded like everything's piling on top and they just seem miserable and i thought that was kind of fun because you had the because you had the multiple storylines here of you had the sergeant who's looking for revenge you had the mother daughter whose father goes to sacrifice himself to support his family but a hundred thousand each even though that's a lot, that they're in LA, so that won't last them that long. <laughs> um, then you have the couple that are, you know, at each other's, you know, odds with each other right now. Then you, there was three there. Then you have the purge itself happening. Um, I did like the kind of the twist, if you want to say, at the end of the fact, like, hey. No one's killing each other. If people are killing each other, they're just killing that one person that they want. So we need the kills to go up to make mm-hmm. this continue. For like, you know, for America, mm-hmm. we need that this to continue. But you're getting furthered my like con- like that's so weird to me that that's cops. Because I've like well as cops like have stupid amount of firepower just given to them by the American government, which is just fucking stupid and broken they're also too stupid to actually pull something like this off to have like all these fucking high-powered trucks with mini guns in them to kill people well i I think in in this world like they have all those like resources from the founding fathers and they really do want to keep this purge thing going because it helps out the rich and i like i kind of like the idea of like the false flag shit because that oh no i loved that aspect of it it just to me hits bigger if it's like the military arm of the founding fathers instead of just cops. Yeah. Um, yeah, because but... I forget. I remember starting this series over again. I, I love that. As- it's like, that's like one of my favorite aspects of the Purge series as a whole is like by them introducing these like sort of false flag operations and like uh, agitators from the mm-hmm. government that like it, that, that the, the series sort of like posits that like oh, people are like humans are better than the government thinks they are. With mm-hmm. this, yeah, situation. like in general, like just the shitty people are killing each other. It's not like there's not row. It's not all the MAGA fucking dipshits are running out every night to try and kill each other on Purge Night. Like most people are like, no, nah, fuck that, dude. This shit's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, we're good. They, we're just gonna hang out. Yeah. yeah, they have to like literally send people out to go like kick the hornet's nest and like shoot machine guns at people. Yeah. Um. And it's that it's I thought that you know the thing of for the Frank character, the sergeant or Leo, uh, the idea of like his whole premise is that he's out for revenge because his son got hit by a drunk driver last year, but because of the technicality that the son died on purge night, that's okay, why so that got, was the technicality they were the, trying to explain off. Yes, that the okay. son died on purge night. 
during the purge. So that's why the guys like they're like, well, he kind of died on purge. So sorry. Well, like, no. why was his son out on purge then? Like, I, I, no, no, like, he got I'm hit sorry. during the day. He got hit during the day when like leading up to the like the seven o'clock time. Oh, he got hit before the purge. He got hit before the purge, oh, I, I, but I survived. That That's awesome. He, he, he got hit. <laughs> Oh, but he didn't die till the purge. <laughs> yes. Oh. And that's why they couldn't do anything. This is because... why we have a lore master to help explain those things. Because I yeah. was a little confused at that explanation. I'm like, so he yeah. died on purge night. So, so like he got hit like at five o'clock in, in the afternoon leading up to the seven o'clock purge and then died like at like, say, seven oh five. And they went. Well, he died during the purge. <laughs> so there's nothing you can do about it. That's so sick. <laughs> Dude, okay, guys, fucked. this is how we do our. This is how we do my bank robbing idea. For if if, if I were to purge, yeah. just to like, I just want to like secure some money so I could become one of the rich people that enjoys purging. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we like set up. We like put a brief. We get the briefcase, not on purge, and then just go pick it up when the purge starts. Yeah, yeah. go on home. You're Boom, good. got it, got it. Why Why don't <laughs> you just hide out in the safe, dude? Just hide out in the does, safe. Does like it raise some questions to me because like, there's people committing crimes to be able to do things during the purge like why is that allowed like that seems highly illegal like the dude going there and cut like fucking up the back door so we could get in during the purge like so he committed a crime to then be able to purge like that doesn't seem like it should be legal or like cutting someone's brake lines yeah like <laughs> yeah I, I i question that myself but it's also like well i think it's because of the technicality of well we set them up but since we killed them during the purge, we're we're scot free. Well, like, and I don't. I think I think it's I mean, just in like, the end. I don't think like the people who are setting up yeah. a gigantic purge to just kill yeah. a bunch of people are really yeah. gonna care. Yeah, but like the gang, like the small stuff of like cutting break, you know, cutting cords, doing this kind of this. I think it's just like the idea, of like it's a technicality. Like, oh, we can do this, this, and this to set up what we're gonna do. Dude, but, do you know what I would do on purge night? I know I don't want to know because it's going to be like grotesque to and like rapey. I'd rip the tag off my mattress. <laughs> oh god damn it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. And then I take suck. that tag, walk out of my front door, I walk they get shot. The, well, yeah. walk across the street, not at uh, not at an intersection. Isn't that technically already legal in Oregon? We have I'd go to right fucking uh, I go to Iowa and do it. Um, this movie is a, was a scare zone in 2014, so one of those like Halloween nights. So, oh, that'd be good. Um, but yeah, like this movie itself is just like it's like it had a broader you know area, but it still felt short, like small. Like we had the house for the first one, and this one it's like okay, we're gonna be downtown LA, and. Then we go here, we go here, we go like legit blocks, and then all of a sudden we're in like the auction hunting auction, which was like, okay, this sounds cool and all, but then we just get like night vision battle, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of it just turns into a Call of Duty level. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I swear we ended up in the same alley like 17 times. <laughs> yeah. But like it's like I like the idea of the movie being the fact that it's like one big semi following them you know it's like the hunter like they're being big hunted daddy. and big, yeah big daddy that's his i name. liked him as a bad guy he was a good bad guy big daddy following them it's like yeah. how, how how did we catch you well 
we knew what you were doing the whole time there, uh, Leo, because we checked your background and, you know, we just put two and two together and went, you were going to go kill this guy. So this is why we followed you. They followed the, everybody because of traffic lights. You know, they had the cam, yeah. they had computer technology to like, okay. And that's like the messed up thing too. Like they have technology like, okay, we're just going to hunt people and we're going to follow you via, you know, your cell phone image or, you know, um, it's like the fast and furious, uh, equipment they use like we can find anybody in the world via traffic lights uh cell phones you know stuff like that nine thing the little chip it's either f8 or f is it f8 f9 it's either no f9 it's f9 yeah because it's the yeah that's the MacGuffin in that one it's like this weird like floaty like thumb drive (laughs) yeah (laughs) that they can follow everybody oh god no god's eye was f8 and then F9 was like the more like God's eye on steroids. Do you guys remember God's Eyes at summer camp as a kid? Like the, no. there's like a, never went know, to summer camp, so I don't you like have don't a, know. Do you take two popsicle sticks and you make a pattern with yarn wrapping around them? That's called a God's Eye. Oh, I didn't know that was called a God's Eye. I've definitely done that before. Oh. I don't recall doing any of that. Anyways. Purge. Uh, purge. <laughs> Let's purge it, baby. But I like the end. I like it's like it's a fun thing. Like the cool fun thing is like, you know, it's like, hey, you need to save us. He's like, I don't really don't want to, but god damn it, I have to. Cause he like he's like, you know, he's a cop. You know, not between these hours. So he's gonna do the do willing. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try to protect you. Again, but- a reason why I don't think he's a cop. A cop wouldn't care about saving people, as we've clearly yeah. seen in this society. Yeah. And I, th- I I enjoyed those struggles. Those scenes were fun where he's like, he like struggles with his own like morality. Like he, he, you catch it in the beginning. It's like, he's just driving yeah. in his car, which by the way, he loved that so much that he wanted to buy, but they wouldn't let him buy Late. the car. That car was dope. It was but like, car. you know, it's just like the first they time you let see him. him. Oh, that's fucked up. Give it to Grillo. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, cause it's like the first time you see him, you know, driving in the streets and the mother daughter about to be kidnapped by like the, the you know like the government basically, and he's like, just keep driving, keep driving. Just who cares about them? Keep oh, I don't driving. think the government were about to kidnap them. I think the government was about to rape and murder them. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but it's just the idea of he's just like keep driving, keep driving, and then you know the common sense like, damn it, okay, I, I have to protect them. And then he, he has that all those like fighting within him like he's like i need to leave because i gotta i have you know the 12 hours here i gotta go kill the guy that killed my son last year i think that's part partly what disappoints me about his story arc in this movie is they built it that the reason why he stopped was because of the daughter because he saw his son in the daughter and like that just triggered him that's like i have to say like in general he didn't give a fuck about anyone else in that group he cares about the daughter yeah, because he's seen that reflection of his son in her, uh-huh. and I really wanted his story arc to be her stopping him from going to commit his crime, or like him running out of time to be able to do it, and having to make the decision to either go get his revenge or save her. Yeah, and like we didn't really get a there was no payoff to their storyline, and that <laughs> felt kind of like I guess the payoff was like him holding her hand as they were going to the hospital in the end. Like, but it just didn't I, feel like I didn't feel a good payoff for that build. Mm-hmm. which was disappointing because I thought that was the route that was going to be the route too. like, okay, you know, he's going to protect the daughter at raw because of, you know, a child son <laughs> type thing. But like, she was like, to me, the daughter was just there going, Hey, there's the anti guys that we should really go try to find. 
and they're like shut up meg you know like that's like all they're doing like we should go find them shut up meg like the whole time she was making really good points and they're all just like nah bitch shut up and then it became the the mom telling him like hey you need to do this hey this you know you have to find a way to you know move on this and that and you know just the whole time he's like you don't know you know what it's like to lose and this this and it's just like but no yeah we never got that little thing of frank trying to be like the good guy all in all you know, yeah yeah just, just his the payoff for his storyline felt a little empty in the end mm-hmm. which was kind of i think it's what helped like this movie was building to me to be better than the first one and the lack of payoff for some of the story built was disappointing like I would have loved to see with the couple when the lady was like, I want to purge her snapping and just like brutally murdering some rich people. Like I just I needed some payoff to the storylines instead of kind of just a like drift off we got mm. for everything. Cause even with the Leo character, it's like when they escape the hunting room, he kidn he steals the car from the woman. He could have killed her. Like, you know, like, hey, you just put me in a damn zoo type room to be you know uh, an animal to be, to be killed I got out but he's like you can leave now run that now also a whole bit confused me where is that bitch that bitch is gonna go drive out into the purge in the middle of the night like that made no sense to me like she doesn't have like a safe room or something to run to right no it's that it's, I don't know it's that and then you know we got the whole you know we're going to the friend's house and then like the storyline of the, the the sister killing the the friend because of she's been cheating on the husband's been cheating on on her with the friend and she's like do we no, really need were, that they were you sisters know? yeah 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 but the sister killed the the other one yeah the, she killed her sister yeah yeah that's what I've been saying no, but you're do, saying friend I, I do agree no that, no 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 like, no the 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 oh. girl that the person that gets murdered wasn't they just friends they weren't sisters they were just friends well she was friends to the main character yeah yeah that's but what the I'm person saying. who they, killed her yeah. was her sister yeah. yeah yeah that's what I got yeah yeah that whole storyline was fucking garbage I think I would have preferred them just getting captured and sold to the thing before getting to that building than going through the whole rigmarole in the building you see I kind of like I agree that maybe that scene was a little extra but like I appreciated the the scene itself I thought was cool. Like I like the idea that she's just getting all fucked up on liquor and pills and she's got this like shorter and shorter fuse and she's like more and more losing it. I like that part. And right, then, but that's like, she just got shot. It was the sister who wasn't I mean who had some wine, but it wasn't the one it was yeah. one who was popping pills that just got shot. It wasn't the one popping pills. Oh, that's dude. right. It was backwards. I had it backwards. But yeah, anyway, I still yeah, just like I like like this movie did tension well. I thought that scene had good tension in it, even if it was a little maybe extra. And then I liked having a when she just like, yeah, no, we're like, there's no car here, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I love that scene. Yeah. But I still think you could have accomplished that without yeah. having to go to. Like, yeah, the... I'm trying to think of, I've seen I know there's other movies, but it's like, hey, if we get to this location, the car is going to be there. And then when they show up, they're like, there's been there. There was never a car in this location. It was, you know. Mm-hmm. We had to get out of there. Like I'm, I'm, just, I can't off the top of my head. I can't think of any movie that. Well, it, that it works. I know I that like is. That. Is it's huh? like this? It, it. I feel like you kind of know the whole time that the car is not going to be there, which I think that I, I even if other like yeah other, it's a good story beat for any movie to use. I like that. Like, I just yeah. didn't like how it, like he got over that way too quickly. 
I think he he was just kind of like, oh, fine, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think that... I, I will say this: I did like the idea of the fact that, like this, the scene happening of like even the people you trust and love will just kill you because you know they're they're sneaking into your thing. Like, not everything, not everyone is like, hey, come here, we're safe. Like, I like that idea, but mm-hmm. I just don't think it played well into the plot of the movie i think if they'd just been bad people who were going to betray them it would have worked more than just being like oh yeah we're fine oh but we're just drunk and about to have a domestic dispute yeah it's like <laughs> i think it would have been i think would have been better if the the friend the family that they go to like set them up like hey you know and part of me thought that's what we were building to because the too. friend gave her a shitty look when they were at the like store like, I thought there was going to be something about the shitty dude who worked at the diner, too, because he seemed kind of rapey. Yeah. But, like, that but no. just went away. But, like, I thought, like, we're, the friend was going to be set up, like, you know, the um, government people show up, and then they're like, here you go. You know, for, for us being saved for the night, here's our gift to you, and here's our tribute. You know, here's the five people that you've been looking for. Dude, and the implications put into this movie of how shitty fucking men are of, like, Hey, I will protect you tonight, but you know what's going to what that protection is going to cost. Wink, wink. Yeah. The fucking implications put out in this movie were fucking diabolical. Oh, I like the what's like the the tenant, the the tenant in the apartments. We call him, we call him, even though his name wasn't Victor, but it is Victor because that's his name and almost other. Like oh, See, I thought it was that guy because it's Hector. Because Hector, that's his actual Hector, name yeah. is Hector, and then he's Hector yeah. and everything. That's not yeah. that guy, Joe. Wait, what? That's not the name it gives to. I thought it was him too. That's not. The that's not. Doesn't Hector. show him as that guy. Oh wow! But yeah, that was yeah. He yeah. He kept on. Saying oh, it is, it's like, the other guy. Okay. Right? I thought it's it was Hector, one. but it's not Hector. No, it, no, it is Hector. He's just fat. Fatter. <laughs> that is Hector. It's I fat Hector. At, it's fat, fat Hector. Hector. No, his real name's Noel. That's no. It's Hector. But no, yeah, that's I, Hector I'm from Fast you. and Furious. I thought it was. I thought. Oh well, no, it is Hector from Fast and the Furious. It okay. is. Wait, but I, I thought, thought his I th- name was actually Hector. Me too, because like in other movies, he's called Hector. He's in Fresh I guess off the he's boat, just Hector, Hector and everything to the fact that I thought his actual name was yeah. Hector. Yeah. I'm with you on that. But yeah, I thought, yeah, then Hector's like, hey, you know, I, we're going to. I deserve going, this. <laughs> yeah, I deserve. You You walk past me every day. And you're like, yeah. you just give me a look like, hey, no. Oh, you tease me. Toxic you masculinity. Oh, and his teeth. Like, I liked the way they did his teeth in it. Because his teeth were all gross. Yeah, they... like you get what you st- you get you get what you deserve because this is how you dress. Yeah. Like, just, get I out think, of like, here. This movie is interesting because it's like it's a clearly like a stepping stone in the direction the series is going with its like striking visuals. Mm-hmm. One didn't have that much for like big bright cool colors or like strike like, striking visuals, and this one it had the they were they leaned into the masks and the city and the like Christmas like- lights. I like the masks. I like the face paint that they did and just kind of get, you know, that aura of like, we're not in the rich cities, any rich uh, streets anymore. These are like, okay. We also got like our first taste of traps being put out for purge night, Mm -hmm. which again confuses me because you have to do that before the purge. Because if you're trying to like put in this like super convoluted trap as the (laughs) purge starts, you're just going to get murdered while you're trying to set that thing up. Yeah. There's the scene, the scene of when they're driving in the 
this like when he has them they're all driving then he drives past like the woman covered in blood like she just survived a purge or you know something i was just expecting her to like to snap like smile or something i'm like okay she's not good she's not <laughs> a victim move on <laughs> yeah no they definitely the implication was that she definitely had just committed some type of giant purge yeah <laughs> but um but yeah that's this it's a far different from what it is. Um, which I had like I enjoyed here. it, but God, this movie could have been like an all timer with the way it had been set up. There was so much potential in this movie, and it just fell mm-hmm. a little short from being an all timer. Yeah. Uh, again, also, this... I got a note. I remember just a quick negative. The I, th- I thought the music wasn't very good. In this was one. there any? No, there wasn't any. It was just like dramatic kind of. There wasn't like any music that had like like notable songs like any movie does nowadays, but more of a like it's just like the dramatic like dun 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 dun. Yeah, like it type. sounded. I remember it sounded cheap to me, like the like they didn't care. Like, doesn't the purge feel like it deserves like crazy heavy like rock metal to like pod? Really, like... Yep. Yeah, mostly pod. <laughs> Here comes the boom. Get ready for it. <laughs> you know? As they're starting the kill room, it's all right. It's all right. With the sound of a get. Yeah. <laughs> we are, we are. Yeah, that that's that's during the mon- that's the hunting. That's the hunting. That's gonna no, that be one the... had, we have to save youth of a nation for when they're overthrowing the yeah. new founding fathers. Okay, yeah, so the youth of a nation. Yeah. In the next one, we're like, okay. <laughs> but then you know, it's like cool thing, you know, we I brought him up earlier. They um, the homeless man, the stranger from the first one comes back and you see that he's part of the, um, you know, the, the group that's d- the defending, you know, the less wealthy people. I love that we've seen him for two movies now and he, we still have no fucking idea what this man's name is. He's um, still just the stranger. It's, it's, he's stranger, but I guess his, uh, his movie role is Dante Bishop. That's a good name. <laughs> Uh, he's just the stranger. <laughs> That's a better name. <laughs> about to do a stranger joke? Are we doing stranger jokes? I was about to, but <laughs> um, it's fine. Um, You've been sitting on that left no, hand no, for a no, while. No, no, let's, no, let's do a stranger bit. <laughs> nah, it's fine. So yeah, and then like in this movie, we find out that the new founding fathers of America—that's who basically came up with the purge. They have the website that does detail facts about purge uh facts figures top tips and more and all that that's how they find out everything about people that they're looking for hunting for or just kind of like okay if you're in the purge or find out who and why you know you're doing this i'm also like interested in what the actual like gun list because like i keep saying like because guns apparently have rankings yeah so you have like a ranking of four so like what that means because apparently a minigun's legal so like, is it essentially just like explosives aren't yeah. legal? I'm wondering yes, if yes. that gun was illegal because yes. they were like part of the system. So under it, and the in the remaining rule, illegal uh, some things remain illegal during the purge are use of explosives, C4 grenades, dynamite, mentions in dialogue as class four weapons. Politicians and government workers above certain levels are exempt from the purge as well. It's like level ten government employees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to take a guess what the body count was in this movie? Oh God, it was pretty high. There's a lot of dead people. There the was streets. a lot. Of, there was a lot of just people getting just blasted. Um, I'll say one ten. Hundred and ten dead is what we saw. Okay. Here we go. 
Thirty-three. Sixty-five. Oh, God, so come close. on. Four more people. <laughs> I was I, I thought I heard the six coming from Key. I'm like, oh nice. And then <laughs> I know like 34. Wait, did Joe like, just what? proposition a number ask and Keith didn't say 69? No, or I said I said a third of 69 in case you guys didn't pick it up. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> no, a third of 69 is 23. 30. Oh, damn it. Yeah, get out of here! You, you said thirty something. You said hey, thirty-five. The, he hey, said thirty-four or something. I could have done the. I could have done the eight something, like the Drake lyric. What's the square root of sixty-nine? <laughs> I don't know. Eight something. In that song, with Rihanna. Is there a perfect square root of sixty-nine? No. That's yeah, the... it's called nice. <laughs> Damn it! I almost felt like we set that up, but that was just organic. That was probably the. Yeah, that was really good. That was really good. I feel as though we peaked. I think we got to wrap it up now. We're not going to get better than that. It's busted. Hang on. I need one of our like super dedicated fake movie experts to go back and tell me the number of how many 69 or 420 jokes we've made on this podcast through the two years. Plenty. Plenty. Um, I'm I'm looking at reviews here for uh just because uh I'm looking at one star reviews on IMDb and one is <laughs> called about the stupid girl, uh the stupid young girl in the movie talks way too much she makes stupid unreasonable questions and she's very useless can't even shut the hell up and keep quiet bet her one parents are... <laughs> it is but it also ends with bet her parents are disappointed in her one star. <laughs> Hmm. Sounds like a white incel made that comment. Oh I, man, I love the internet. It's such a good place. <laughs> Excessive camera shake, motion renders. This film's unwatchable. One okay. star. On to something there. <laughs> Zero One thing stars. That did disappoint me in this movie though was I hated the like this just works out because it helps the plot type things that happened, like the truck with the motorcycles constantly finding them in this big ass city. Just because, like, that annoyed me. I hate, I hate that aspect of like they didn't. Cause, like I thought they were gonna drop something to be like when the guy bumped into him, he dropped like a tracking chip into his jacket yeah. or something. Yeah. Instead, it was just nah. We just kept finding you. We just got lucky. It's 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 because of the it's the traffic cams, but they don't, don't say that. But it, it it but that's that was for but, the trucks. I'm talking yeah. about the guys who took them and sold them for money. Oh, okay. okay they were just yeah. like nah. We just got lucky. Like yeah. I. They they made it clear why the government could keep finding yeah, them because yeah. the government had tracking programs, but the fucking just like poor black kids were just like ah we just got lucky and now we're gonna go sell you for a couple yeah grand. we're getting money we're getting money here I like the I I thought it was funny I didn't like it I just thought it was funny like the scene of them being chased through like the sewers with the guy at the flamethrowers and like the couple like I guess we should shoot our guns at them right like, yeah, I don't know just shoot. Just shoot. And like that's what she says. <laughs> just shoot. Or no, he does. He just tells yeah. her just to shoot. And like and I just rolled my eyes because like they're just shooting those like wh- like what like automatics and they get lucky by shooting the flamethrower tank. Yeah, like just extremely hard to like takes intense training to figure out how to fire military grade weapons and they're <laughs> just like spraying and praying. Yeah. And they prayed and they got the answers right. And then like, the, see, the... you seem kind of fucked in that situation. It seems like you ought to just like start shooting. <laughs> no, know. I mean that makes sense, but yeah. I yeah, like they, they spray had and pr- 
the the recoil on those type of guns yeah. would probably like because you're taught even with fully autos yeah. you don't just hold the trigger because the recoil is just going to fucking pull you to the ceiling i was mm-hmm. taught that you're supposed to shoot him aim up in the air and scream and hold him full auto yeah that's the like, call of duty way yeah you go <laughs> <laughs> and then you do like a barrel roll and stuff and yeah. you know watch your watch your buddy that you've been following for a while go into a Fox, do a barrel. You go surfing <laughs> up, and then just, you know. No one likes you. We all hope you die, Slippy. Uh, yeah. Do it. Hey, I'm on your side. <laughs> nice. Thank you. I love I love killing Falcon. And he's like, hey, I'm on your side. Uh, that was a good deep cut right there, reference. Thank you. Yeah. I've been I've been playing on the Switch lately. Oh, really? That's yeah. funny. We really need a new, not sucky Star Fox. You know, I think I've only like ever played that first level. I'm, like, I never beat Star Fox. Oh, I only play like the first level. Because that game's hard as fuck. I, dude, I, I played, also, I, played... I was a stupid child. Oh, <laughs> I was. I am as well, because I am playing. I played um, Donkey Kong 64. And I legit hard. like, I, le- I legit Uh-oh. went through like the first eight levels in like 15 minutes. Oh, it's that's just, funny. Okay. If you just go, it's one of those things of what playing it now. I'm like, just walk slow, wait to them, uh, wait to someone <laughs> jump over, kill them, whatever, and then you're you're through. That's true. Yeah. I remember being impatient and just like trying to get the big banana clumps and then falling in yep. and get eaten by the piranhas. Or and you can still do that. Just walk slow. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I was playing it. And I'm like, I, I was an idiot as a child playing this game because I'm like constantly dying. <laughs> And then, like, I played like the first eight levels in fifteen minutes, and I think I died like once. That's hilarious. But <laughs> Donkey Kong sixty four, everybody. Um, but yeah, this movie. Uh, anything, anything else we didn't like? It kind of about it. Like, I know we, like, a scene, the implications. I mean, the implication scenes were just gross, and men suck. I fucking hate men. The implication. The implication. What does that mean? <laughs> They're on a boat, <laughs> and they have nowhere to go, so they know the implication. <laughs> um, no, I think I pretty much went over everything I disliked. Yeah. Oh, this, yeah. this movie, it, it like once again, now forty, kind of tight ninety in that yeah, way. Once again, the pacing kicks ass. Like, yeah, for the most part, I think in these last two. Yeah, movies. I definitely didn't feel like it was long. Like I just, yeah. like I said, I didn't like necessarily the scene of going to the friend's house, mm-hmm. but it didn't make it feel like the movie like dragged or anything. Yeah. It just felt like useless time. Well, because like, yeah. like right as you start to get bored of that room, that they like someone gets shot and they just leave. Yeah, yeah. it's like, all right, what are we doing here? Where's the car? There's no car. What the fuck? Okay, I'm gonna go change. Hey, my bad for you know lying about it, but then yeah. then boom, we oh. get a gunshot. You know, okay. Something that's super stupid at the end is after like Frank gets shot, and they're like, "Oh, the purge is over," and everyone's just like, "Oh, well, I guess we're at a Mexican standoff, but we can't do anything now because we can't shoot each other because the purge is over." Even though who's gonna fucking know if you shot each other two minutes after the purge is over? <laughs> we're like, yeah, thank you. Let's talk about that before we uh, wrap. Like we get the we the Frank, you know, saves everybody, but the the husband who gets like gatted out of nowhere. Uh, and then he takes the car to the guy at six fifty five. She has five minutes left before the purge will end. And like, he, you know, then he tells the daughter and the um, mother about, Hey, this is why I'm coming to kill this guy. He killed my son. And then like, we get the scene of 
you know, like him taunting him with the knife and like, tell me this story. Tell me you saw him. Tell me this, this. I honestly thought the wife was going to be like, I was the one that killed him. Like just the way the camera was panning because it kept looking at her. I'm like, oh, she's going to confess. And then, you know, he comes out with blood on his hand, get shot by Big Daddy. And then it turns out that, you know, Leo forgave and spared the guy's life. So the guy killed Big Daddy to you know, also, save. Longest five minutes ever. Right. Yeah. Because it was five minutes in the bird, but that was definitely more and, than and five then, minutes. And then so he kills Big Daddy. And then like the two two people that are part of like the America shows up and the mom and daughter show up with guns and then we have the Mexican standoff and then the horns go off and everyone's like, all right, later. Like, Lol, purge over. <laughs> but I wonder, it's like one of those things of I, I, I forgot. If you kill someone on, you know, like what's the significant significance of killing someone not on purge day like is it death penalty is it you know 40 That's years true. they of... never really established like what is like because what stopped them like what stopped them from like hey it's 701 i'll kill you because no one's going to notice that i killed you at 701 but like what what happens if, if i killed you at 705 am i death penalty am i in prison for my life like what is the what happens okay i'm gonna build my own lore here you definitely get turned into a borderline slave like you forfeit all like civilianity and you just you're now a slave of the government well because they yeah that's true because they kind of address it in the first one because they have that stalemate sitting around the table with uh cersei telling him not to do anything because she's all hardcore so that's how they address it in that one well, no, I guess they could have just, like, killed him once. Yeah, because, like, the purge ends and they just go home afterwards. Yeah. You're like, well, someone's going to have to move now. I think we're supposed to, I think it's part of, like, like this, the culture's been twisted. Like, the minds have been twisted by the purge. Like, purge mindset. Just that intense in. indoctrination. Yeah, I think just, like, it worked that well to where people are like, well, okay, this is what we do. But see, I think Joe brought up a really good point. What is the ramp? Like, what are the ramifications for violating the purge? Like, curfews. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying what, to see if I can find that. You know, what does happen to you if you kill someone after that seven a.m. or whatever the fuck the time is? It's uh, at seven p.m. to seven a.m. Yeah, so I mean, it's like, gotta be what? just normal. It's like just a murder charge. Like, I'm assuming. Well, you, I... well, but is it? If they can. Go to court and prove that like you committed the act at seven oh one instead of six. Nah, dude. If in this fucked up world, it's got to be something worse, right? Yeah. Like, and like you can't really trust probably the legal system in this yeah. country. Mm-hmm. Like, you probably just easily get railroaded. I'm assuming. I don't know. I don't know. They... What are the implications here? <laughs> Purge implications. <laughs> oh, don't Google that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. Why That's another this... thing that bugs me is that Purge tries to make murder the worst thing that could happen on Purge nights. Again, yeah. and I said this in the last podcast, there's far worse things going on on Purge night than murder. Yeah. Like, like there's probably some extremely fucked up orgy. Dude, with... s- someone's going to look at my damn Google search, <laughs> search. like killing people for <laughs> Purge and like, what? <laughs> Dude, the uh, the FBI is not going to be happy. Yeah. The, the FBI yeah. guy assigned to you is not going to be happy with your search history right now. Looking stuff up for a movie. Don't <laughs> come at me. NSA, NSA. It's for it's for podcast. Don't worry. Yeah. 
My there FBI agent always asks what I'm doing, not how I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's like, yeah, I just wonder, like, because again, like, it's like that stupid, you know, payoff of like, we have a Mexican standoff, but like, I can just kill you at 701 and call it good. But, but then, um, yeah, the, the mom yelling at the guy who owns the house of, do you have a car? Bitch, you have a car around the corner. Go get it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> And then I was so Fra- confused by that. And then, uh, then we ended at the hospital. You know, hey, hey everybody. And then, you know, hey, it's 709. Purge is over. Well, next one's in a year, so prepare. So here's my question. Do you think there's universal health care in this system? Like, the purge somehow set up universal health care? Because otherwise, you get shot on purge night. How many people just die after purge night because they can't afford to go get health care? I looked it up. I, as I'm looking this up, people have questions like, "What happens during the hospitals? What happens in hospitals during purge night?" It's like, but purge TV shows it off. What happened? So, uh, like, yeah, do know. people just like roam the halls, killing all the sick? That'd be the way to do it. You get such a high body count. Like, do are the nurses just fucking sick and tired of the shitty like male patients yeah. who are grabbing ass, and they just fucking like put an air bubble into their IV? <laughs> No, the seat you go to St. Jude's, they're not gonna. Oh fight my back. god, oh no, we'll, we'll stop there. Oh, hang Jesus on, but what happens if you wait, if you break the rules of purge night? I'm looking into this because it says well, it you said might be... it was, you'd get persecuted because, like, when the flashbangs or whatever from the anti government group came in, yeah. it's like you violated the weapons ordinance, you will be persecuted. But, like, what does that mean? What's it all mean, Basil? Uh, I'm trying to find out. What's it do? What's it do? <laughs> um, I think there's an answer. This is because this seems ungoogleable. I will try to find it for the next show. But yeah, it's like <laughs> the um, yeah. So some um something the thing is what happens if you break the rules and uh, purge night? Uh, if you break any rules by purge night, the penalty is death by hanging. Okay. That's what one thing says, but I will see if I can find out like what happens if uh So is it like MAGA hanging like January 6th they're just going to set up a gallows right in front of the mm-hmm. Capitol and come for you or Yeah, like, maybe, I don't know. We'll find there's out. There's town squares where this happens. We're going to storm something, so let's uh <laughs> storm uh the, I guess keep the other review. I do. <clears throat> it is. <laughs> just uh, opening it up on a different tab right now, and here it is. <laughs> so, The Purge Anarchy, reviewed by the ghost of uh, Roger Ebert, haunting the body of one Simon Abrams. Two out of four stars. And I don't remember what the last one was, but I think uh, this one's a little better. I can find that for you. So, yeah, it's, yeah, thought it was okay. More than anything, this speaks to DeMonico's creative indecision. If he unclenched and had a little fun developing this world his film is set in, the purge anarchy might not be so tedious. It's as silly as Logan Run and as angry as The Last House on the Left, but its creator isn't confident enough to follow through on any of the superior ideas. There's a good movie to be made of the purge anarchy's raw materials, hoping it doesn't take two more sequels to get there. That kind of That's kind of what we were saying a little bit, I think. By the way... Sorry, Keith, go ahead. Oh, the movie is I, I like the point that he brought up that it's as it's 
the premise is very silly and very angry at the same time. And so there's lots of, op- that makes lots of opportunities. And I yeah. think that's, that's kind of why these, this, this premise works because it's so extreme. Um, the director of this movie helped write movies uh, such as Negotiator. Oh, that's a good flick. And some <laughs> somehow uh, Jack, the uh, Robin like the... Williams. Oh, God. Is that the one where he's the clown? No, Jack is the one where he's the kid with the adult body. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. Um, so uh, let's do. Uh, hang on. Looks like Rick is. Oh, and he's back. Okay. I've been here the whole time. Oh, okay. You or you? You look. For, I, I just texted you like you frozen, dude. Oh no, I was just standing very still. Yeah, yeah we got was, purged. Yo, we got purged. Got purged. We got purged hard. I was just thinking about the one scene I super loved, which was the um, the capitalist who got hung up in front of a bank. Oh yeah. That was nice. And I love the lore building when they were in the business district. And they're like, yeah, this district's like the quietest because the banks move all the money out before purge night. <laughs> Again, there was that lore there of, you know, hey. Yeah, hey. I have a lot to like. I don't come like there are parts of that review that held true to what we said. But like, I actually think he built a fantastic world. I think it was yeah. more. I think the micro was more the problem than the macro. I think he's done a great job with the macro of the world. It's the micro focus of the actual films that leave a bit to be wanting. Mm-hmm. But I think the overall world building has been spectacular. And that, like I said, certain companies such as owned by Discovery now who are shit at such things as building great worlds could use some help with. He should be the fate, the Kevin. How do you say his last name? Fahey? Kevin Feige? Feige. Feige. Or the. Uh, well. The Star Wars guys, whose names just popped out of my brain for some reason. Favreau? Yeah, mostly, John Favreau. Mostly J.J. Abrams should do it. Whoa, I will wh- fucking <laughs> slit your dick in half and my, watch you suffer through it. Hey, hey man, Lord, that's on Purge Night. Get that on Purge Night, dude. Yeah, no, well, not you, now. You gotta wait. Yeah. Hey, hey Lord, Lord guy, isn't there... It's, uh, what's the J.J. Abrams-DC connection? DC collection. he coming to DC? Why would DC do that to themselves? No, well, there, was like, it was, there was gonna be. Yes, yeah, there was rumors... Uh, Rumors of J.J. Abrams doing a um, Superman movie, but yeah. it was gonna be oh, uh, it was going to be oh right, he was gonna Black be a producer. Clark, it was gonna be the Black. It was gonna be Black Clark Kent. But it was gonna be Michael B. Jordan as um, that's right. That was the idea. Then that kind of went vanished away. But no, they have James Gunn now as the Kevin Feige. He's yeah. the, he. There's two. He's the career. I don't know the other guy, but the other guy's gonna be business while. James Gunn is going to do creative. I like James Gunn, but I think he's going to try to make it too silly when DC needs to be darker. Mm. But I mean, that'll have to be when Keith finally pulls the trigger on the Snyder cut watch we're going to have to do. And I'm going to fucking hate my life. <laughs> I'm all for it, baby. No, that one's almost going on the list of like Star Wars. So like we should never do it. No, <laughs> no, 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 we're no. The only one that we should never do is bad boys. It's okay. Okay. And Star Actually, Wars. We should do Bad Boys, but skip Bad Boys 2. Oh, yeah. Just, and Bad Boys, and now on to three. Yeah, on to three. <laughs> like, it's just like, listen, we can't. It's too perfect. We can't touch <laughs> it. It's not fair. We'd never want to do another movie again. Yep. 
Um, I hear them bad boys coming. Can't <laughs> stop now. Gotta continue my running. We gotta learn the words. There it is. <laughs> uh, the budget for the original movie was only $3 million. I want to take a guess what this one was, if you don't know. 17 I was going to go higher. I was going to 42 $9 million. God <laughs> damn. That would explain why they shot the same alley 17 times. Yeah. Yep. Nine million. Um, by the way, I'm gonna place though. a wager. I'm gonna wager in. Throw that, that this box office is gonna suck. <laughs> I will say though, for nine million dollars, well, that makes me even more impressed with how well shot the film was. Yeah, no, that's still pretty cheap. Nine. Like, that million is super impressive. I mean, obviously, you cut a lot of corners with casting by not hiring anyone like of name, mm-hmm. but still. So it's, a, it's only a six million jump. So. And that uh, the gross for this movie domestically got seventy one million dollars. Oh shit! Internationally thirty nine. So worldwide, it got one hundred and eleven million dollars. So uh, Keith, I'm you're... starting to understand why the Purge movies get churned out so much. They make bank. <laughs> yeah. Also, they're good movies, just <laughs> very poorly marketed. Yeah, it's weird because I was watching. It's funny. I was look watching. I was looking up YouTube reviews before the, this morning, just as like here's some takes. And there was this guy that just hated it. And it was like recorded a long time ago. And this, I think this, these movies like are better now that they're older. I mean, it's when, almost because we're watching them in the current age, we're watching yeah. them. Like it's like it hit too close to home. Yeah. Especially yeah. considering we might be building to this world if we're not <laughs> <Yeah>. careful. <laughs> and it's like the idea, like, and we're, we're, we're talking about it early in the room about the big name stuff. It's like back then, the Frank. Uh, Grillo, you know, act dude was, you know, a, he's a bigger name now ish in that way, but then it was like, oh, that's a no name guy. So, like, mm-hmm. if we watched it, then like, oh, it's the guy from uh, Winter Soldier, and that's <laughs> all we got it from, you know. Now it's like, oh, he's in, you know, Winter Soldier and Endgame and stuff. So, uh, let's go to the box office here for July 18th through the 20th of 2014. Is it? Uh, is it impressive to be in Marvel stuff anymore, though? There's been so many movies. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we've somehow been in a Marvel movie <laughs> and just Most not likely. known it. Most likely, I was uh, uh, in the I was in the sex scene in Eternals in the background watching. Nice. <laughs> you did <laughs> you, you, going, you nice. did you did more than two pumps. Got it. Um, <laughs> so number ten and uh, coming in number ten in its eighth week with three point two million. Magnificent. The Yikes. Angelina Jolie movie. <laughs> uh, coming in number nine in its third week with a 3.2 and some spare change is Earth to Echo. It's um, Disney mm-hmm. <laughs> movie. That's the Rihanna one, I think. Um, no. It, it's like a little an animated kids thing. movie. It's an animated show. Yeah, yeah it's a movie. It's something to do with robots and alien i don't know oh god yeah i have no idea who is it. i don't i remember never the heard cover. Of this movie i remember the cover but i don't remember the movie uh coming in at number eight in its third uh six oh, week with live three. action okay uh eight and six with 3.9 million how to train your dragon two. Oh, actually that one that i like that, that movie that movie slaps all yeah. the how to train your dragons actually yeah, really slap good. i think two is my uh, favorite Never seen any. Uh, number seven in its sixth week with 4.7 million, 22 Jump Street. 
I've seen 21 Jump Street. I've never seen the sequel. Okay. Uh, number six in its third week with 7.4 million is Tammy. Oh, mil- that's, yeah. Okay. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, we're in peak McCarthy right here. Yes, we are. Number five in its fourth week with 9 million Transformers Age of Extinction. Oh, God. I'm not going to love when we do those movies, but also I'm- love it at the same time. Number four in its first week with 14 million sex tape. Sex tape. Jason Siegel, Cameron yeah. Diaz. I never saw oh, it. Oh, I know. I think see I did that. See. Actually, kind of good. <laughs> I actually kind of like that. Um, the next number three in its first week with 17 million planes, fire, and rescue. <laughs> yeah, As I a father, that. I have seen that movie a lot. <laughs> Uh, number two in its first week with $29 million, The Purge, Anarchy. Number so that one. means coming in at number one <laughs> in its second week with $36 million. I'm going to guess a Marvel. I think it's it's not. Is it Force Awakens? No, no that's 2012. You're going to take your guess, Keith? Is it Last Jedi? No. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, shit. Wow. I will be excited when we do the Planet of the Apes movies. That's going to be a fun one. They're making another Although one. we have to talk about James Franco then, which will be awkward. It's only one movie. Yeah, thankfully. But uh, it is... Um, Keith talking the, about how he didn't deserve to be canceled. It'll be, it'll be bad. They're doing another, they're doing another trilogy Interesting. of planets. I'm okay um, with it. I really, I haven't seen the one with Wardy Harrelson, but I've heard that one's good. I think I blind bought it and I still haven't watched it myself either. But I um, really, really liked the first two. So, because um, the new Planet of the Apes will be, it's still a continuation of what they've done, right? It's just like the after the Planet of the Apes take now. No, it's not. Oh, it's a brand new start to the franchise. I don't know because it says it's a. Hang on. Uh, it's called Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Okay, so it will be a continuation. Then. Yeah, so I think so. I over. think so, but I think it might be one of those like. So are we apified now? If we like, do, are Planet we going to get Apes, to the point of? Um, if we oh do, my god, what's the guy's name? He's the famous old time actor who screams, "You blew it up!" You Charles damn. Oh, Charleston Heston. Yeah, are we going to get the new Charleston Heston going? You blew it up. You blew it up, you damn dirty apes. Um, it's uh, by the way, I kind of want to go and do, watch the original. Yeah, I was gonna say, if we do Planet of the Apes, we've got to do the originals. Well, there are <laughs> There's like nine of those. There's nine, there, there is nine, there is nine Planet of the Apes movies total. So there's five, there's five six, in the original, six in the original. You know what? No, no, there's, there's five. Total there's five. Yeah. five in the original. There's five, the one, because then you have the Wahlberg. The Wahlberg. And then you have three. Um, the, our, our main man, Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie. There's Mark. You got, I know, but I like saying Oh, Donnie. Donnie D-L-D-W. I mean, it's Mark. It's Mark. Sorry. It's Mark Wahlberg. We were, we were talking about Donnie earlier with Saul. Uh, the Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is uh, going to be directed by the guy that did all the Maze Runner movies. Yeah. Ooh, that's not a good... Uh, <laughs> That worries me. Yeah, and the guy, I think one of the, the one of the top casts they're showing off is Kevin Durand. 
Uh, Keith and I were known from uh, Origins as he's uh, the blob. <laughs> Did you say bub? <laughs> yeah. You say blob? I said bub. I There's said a bub. part of me that wants to have one of us pick a terrible series like Maze Runner. I yeah. tried to watch the first one. I got like 20 minutes in was like, nope, can't do it. Guys, I think I saw the Hunger Games. I saw one and two, and I think I saw four. You I don't know if the I... first one of the... The no, I did. Oh, I did. As someone I who read don't... the books and likes the first two books, God, that third book is a fucking travesty to humanity. I don't know if I saw the uh, third one. I don't know. I saw the first one for sure. Um, but the uh, ratings for this movie was uh, IMDb gave this. Oh, I don't have that written down. Come on, Joe. Do your one job. I'm Keithing it over to here. To be fair, Joe, you have actually like a lot of jobs. Yeah. It's not like you're yeah. full Keith in it, where like you only have the one thing to do and you're never ready for it. It's a good bit, though, right? <laughs> right. It's. I mean, if it was a bit, <laughs> there's a difference between real life and a bit. Buddy. Sometimes, sometimes bit reflects truth. <laughs> uh, six point four <laughs> out of ten. Uh, Ron Tomato. All critics gave this a fifty-seven. Top critics fifty-one. An audience 56. So before we glaze them, we get to rank them as we are ranking best kill, best villain, best movie. And who was your MVP? I'll be honest. I don't know if I'd ever get some hot chocolate and curl up in a blanket to watch the purge movies. I'm highly enjoying them. I just don't think yeah. that's the way I would enjoy purge movies. Um, I, I feel I'll... like I should slap on a mask, uh, wear something that is oddly revealing and go kill, get ready to go kill some people. Maybe is how I watch yeah. the purge movies. Yeah. A lot of neon for some reason, which you wouldn't think you'd want if you're going out into the dark. But it looks so cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll just do a recap right now. So for best kill, we had shotgun flying girl. Yeah. Oh god, that was dope. Our the villain is the uh, the uh, who did we put down the 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 boy. Yeah the the Trump the boyfriend lover. the yeah. Trump lover. Yeah the polite uh polite boy. Yeah. Uh, and our MVP, all <laughs> everyone gave it to Ethan Hawke. Yeah. So. Best kill. Starting with a oh, best, best kill. kill. Yeah. So to me, it has to be like it's a lame one. We talked about them just spraying and praying, but I thought the best on-screen kill was blowing up the uh, flamethrower tank, just because it had the most like explosion to it. Yeah. The oh, implication this... of a fire of a fire. <laughs> Got it. And this movie did that badass thing where they like light the stuntman on fire. I always appreciate it when movies do that. Yeah. Sure, I'll go Holloway. My other idea was when he throws the flashbang and just mows down those rich folks or the whoever he was mowed down in the hallway with the flashbang. I like that one. Hall, uh, we're doing a fire, uh, but I'm gonna agree with fire. Flame for uh, Mm -hmm. did you have one, Joseph, or is that your agreed point? Uh, I kind of like the I'll go with that too, but I did like the uh, like implication Hector getting blown the hell away like he turns like who's in here turns around just gets blown away 
That was one of the more striking ones too. Yeah. Because like everything else seems so off camera or yeah. like in the dark where you couldn't see it. That was one of the few ones where like you could actually see him just get like taken down. It's like, oh damn. Um so best villain. So I think for this one, it's either the Big uh, Daddy, say, right? Big yeah, Daddy, Big the Daddy. government. No, we'll do Big Daddy. <laughs> yeah. That's the I think the, the government is just the overarching like villain the whole that's time. That's a big bad. <laughs> but isn't that's just life, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn, we're getting really poignant enough on this <laughs> But I mean, isn't that what this movie is kind of supposed to do? It's supposed to make you question government like full yeah, out. The, the yeah. 1% is the bad guy. <laughs> yep. Uh, who's your MVP? God, that is a good question. Uh, probably, I'm going to go Hawk just because he's more charming. What? You mean? No, in this movie. Oh, in this Frank? movie. Oh. You mean Frank? Yeah. Like no, Hawk? No, no, I was, I thought, oh, that's true. I, we haven't actually been ranking the movies. Yeah, I yeah, would yeah. still say the best kill is from the first movie, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've been doing. That's what I've been thinking. So best kill so far, shotgun flying girl. Then we do flamethrower guy. Mm-hmm. Then best villain is, is it either Big Daddy or Polite uh, Trumper. That's a good question. I like Big Daddy. But he's not really in the movie. He just yeah. has like some moments. That's Weird. true. And the, the first one, he has he has that gets to deliver those like really like hammy like horror lines when he's at the door. I kind of appreciated that in the first one. I would probably stick to creepy MAGA guy. Yeah. One, two. Okay. So then uh who's your MVP? This is not a ranking one. I mm. guess it's Frank. I, there's not really like someone who's the only one out to me as an yeah. MVP in this he's, movie. He's the only P. <laughs> We're going to Frank. Okay. And then are we going to stick with Purge 1, Purge 2 for movie rankings? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Like Purge 1 still was like, that's a peak movie. Like I, the, I could rewatch Purge almost at any point now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Although so, this one, I could rewatch this one. This one's not one that's like I would only watch the first purge. At this point, I could see myself getting into a purge a thought and wanting to at least get through one and two. It's a good one to share the share with the children. Uh, <laughs> so um we ranked them uh, let's uh glaze them. Someone now has to like some type the of tis uh the Glaze the stars for my misery. God save the glazing. I was I I pulled the Keith this time. I was very unprepared. I don't know Thank why I went Canadian <laughs> national anthem. Thank you for your glazing. <laughs> Mounties like to glaze and bust all, all all day, dude. Busted. I'm busted. I, I will tell our audience. I we did pre glaze from last week, but I will say it after and see how uh people went so keith what what'd you do am i allowed to know what i gave the first one nope oh, oh the no. first one the first one yeah, yeah. you gave yeah. the oh keith yeah, came Rick. in at a four okay. joe was three and three quarters i was four and a quarter so the original purge came in at a straight four all right i bigger scale cool masks it was like it was fun to look at for the most part i'm gonna go three and a half that is that including the half star you're taking off for the blood though yeah wow so you would have equated this to the original purge movie if they'd put real blood packets in because i think yeah because yeah that goes hand in hand with some of the mediocre action bits we were talking about yeah yeah uh rick Um, i'm gonna go flat three i love the overarching world building 
but still the actual like plot kind of like had some holes to it could have been a lot better so but still immensely enjoyed i think one thing i really want to strengthen in our rankings a three is still a pretty good ranking like that's yeah. still an above average movie. movie yeah like if we get below a three is when we start saying like a movie is bad mm-hmm. so like, like a three is uh, still a solid a three i think a three is this a three is oh it's on tv i'll see what it's on and then i'll leave it on if i'm bored like yeah, that's like- Am I at the good bit of the movie? Okay, I could leave it on for a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, I'm also giving a three. I enjoyed it. Um, it you know, it's that fun thing of we were in one room, one building the last time, and now we're in a city, and I, you know, we get or like three blocks because of how much the budget was. <laughs> and but <laughs> it really I, was uh, three blocks. Yeah. <laughs> Three so blocks that, in one building and like yep. one, you know, they just changed different rooms to lay it out just right. So that brings the Purge Anarchy in at a 3.2, putting it around such movies as The Matrix Reloaded, Scream 2022, Batman 1989. Uh, so it's got some pretty good company in its <laughs> little area. Like those are good movies. Get Shorty. Yeah. Yeah. So like, all right, it's in a good range there of like movies that are like solid. Yeah. So since we uh, have the pre-glaze, didn't want to kind of maybe change our, you know, what we thought after. So in pre-glaze here, uh, Keith, you gave this movie a three. So it actually outdid your views of it. That makes sense. It did all of ours because Rick, you gave this uh, pre-glaze a two and a half. I really thought we were going to like, it was going to be a classic. The first one's good and the rest are terrible. It's surprised me. I'll give it that. And I gave it a pre-glaze of two and a quarter. Two and a quarter. So, once everybody's pre-glaze for our next movie. Uh, the Purge election year. Yeah. I feel like we're probably going to go for a downturn, but I'm going to so far, the purges did nothing but impress me. So I'm gonna actually come in at. I'm gonna go three and a half. I think for some reason, election year is gonna hit it out of the park. So I'll go three and a half. Keith, I'm gonna go. I get to look down at my preglaze now. I'm gonna go three. Three. Ew. Uh, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look at mine. Uh, I'm going three as well. Hey, what's your preglaze look like? Yeah. yeah. So it's at a three right now. Um, I will also do three. Um, I'm with Rick on the fact that I don't know. It's like the thing with these movies. Like, I don't know where we're going with it. Like I get the premise of the movies called the purge election year. So, and it comes out in 2016. So ex facto, we know what we're doing here, but I just wonder how they entwined the purge with what they're trying to do. And their their purge verse. Well, it's also weird because it like came out in the summer of 2016. Yeah. So the so they could have like intertwined some of the election in there because I mean I mean movies take like a year to shoot to release date. Yeah. The. Um... I mean, I guess you could rush production, if need be. And there's not a whole lot to these movies that would need a lot of post production. Yeah. You can be like South Park that had two different uh, versions of the oh, yeah. night after the election. <laughs> That's they, true. But um, but yeah, 
So every we're all above three or above for pre-glaze for the, our next movie in this franchise, which will be the Purge election year. So that tells you what we're gonna be discussing. So bring on the politics, baby. <laughs> Had that not already started? Bring on the politics, baby. <laughs> Which you can find at nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com. We can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can find all of us on the social medias, not Keith, though, unless you can find his secret name that he uses. But you can find No Cell Entertainment at No Cell ENT or No Cell Entertainment on the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram. And no, we don't pay $8 to be certified. Uh, you can listen to a podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast. It feels a little on the nose that we're doing election year right as like democracy hangs in the balance in the real world. I don't know if I like it. <laughs>